If you could share one big idea to change the future of education, what would it be? In our One Big Idea series on Future of School, the podcast, we'll hear from a diverse array of education stakeholders, from parents and educators to longtime industry leaders who will share their bold proposals to transform teaching and learning in the United States. Together, we'll amplify one another's unique perspectives, consider new solutions, and above all, make sure every voice is included in the conversation. Welcome to this episode of our One Big Idea series. We're delighted to have Judy Perez as our guest today. Judy, what is your one big idea in education? Well, thanks for having me, first of all. And my one big idea is the thought of having students, regardless of where they live or what district they reside in or attend, to have options on courses offered to them in the way that they prefer to learn. And what I mean by that is some sort of opportunity where a district offers any student a catalog of courses that a student can not only choose, you know, topic or subject area, but how I as a student want to learn that information. So for example, um, if I'm a, a student in middle school or high school and I need to take math, science, uh, English, and social studies as my core courses, I can choose math in the traditional way of learning. So in a classroom with the teacher leading the instruction, and I want to take English in a full online uh, method of learning because English is not my favorite course. And I'd like to break that up so that I can take English in, in uh, segments or short amounts of time rather than sitting through a classroom 55 minutes learning English. And for social studies and science, I want a blended format. I want one of them to be where I attend school or that class two to three times a day in the school. And then I'm sorry, two to three times a week. And then the other days I'm using the blended format to access the content the other days that I'm not in class. And then for the other blended class, I would like for that to be where it's more of a station rotation. So I'm working with groups of students in the same course, and we are moving around the classroom or moving around the school uh, so that I can take uh, different levels of, of social studies. Um, and that might be applied towards even a foreign language. Maybe in middle school, they don't offer Spanish too, and I wanna take Spanish too. So, in my six courses that I have laid out for the day, period five, I'm going to take Spanish two in my station rotation identified classroom with other students who can take Spanish two. And then I rotate back in after that class. Wow, really intriguing idea. And it is definitely a big idea because it's, it's in contrast to what K-12 education looks like right now. Would you agree? A hundred percent. Yes. <laughs> are there any districts or schools that are, have some sort of model of your big idea that where they're doing it and they're seeing success? 
Well, I take this from the work uh, that was started when I was at Jeffco Public Schools. So we were moving in that direction. And that started with the secondary students in which they were given not just a course catalog for that their schools offered, but my two sons took advantage of more of a district-wide course catalog. And so what they were able to do was uh, choose two to three blended courses and the other courses were traditional in class. And I use real world, world examples. So both of them really don't like English. And so they both decided to take English as full online courses as part of their full day or six course schedule because they wanted to break it up into pieces and they didn't want to have to sit in a, in a class for 55 minutes learning English and uh, wasn't the way that they could learn English or, or um, utilize different pathways of learning that. So that's what they chose. And then they also took uh, electives in a blended format where they were in class for a couple of days a week and then offsite for a couple of days a week. And then the other classes they took in more of a traditional sense, especially math and science, because they really liked being in the classroom for those days that they learned those subject areas and collaborating with other kids and doing like science experiments in class. And with them being athletes, they were both wrestlers. What this also allowed them to do was to manage their time so that they weren't sitting in a classroom from periods one through six and then going to practice right after school and then going home to eat dinner and do homework till 11 o'clock at night. Did well. I love the fact that you've experienced this as a parent, not not only for one, but for both of your sons. Did you notice a difference either in their engagement or attitude or you know planning for the future by having access to classes that they were in formats that they were interested in? Absolutely. Uh, for example, my younger son in elementary school, he was a gifted learner in math. And he was able to take pre-algebra class online, staying in his sixth grade class in elementary school. But when it came to math time, he would get on his pre-algebra course online and the teacher would actually be there to help him as he needed. But he also had an online teacher teaching pre-algebra. And he that helped him in the fact that he didn't need to be bused to a middle school or a high school uh, as an elementary student to take these accelerated courses. Uh, nor did I have a parent as a parent have to drive him to the middle school just so he could take pre-algebra. And that happens. And it saved the district lots of money because now these students in elementary had access to higher level math and same with middle school and high school. So that's just one example. The other is that I absolutely as a parent believe that every student should have access to blended courses or blended learning because it absolutely helps them in their post-secondary options. Every student who goes to any kind of higher ed institution following K-12 is given an LMS the first day, but it's not called blended. And so with one of my sons who went to CU Boulder, he was the student, the other students went to to learn how to even navigate a learning management system. So that was just another situation which it really did help him and manage his time and everything else. Well, yeah, because your, your big idea is really centered around personalized learning in the K-12 space, right? Ultimately. And, and, and that's what we 
that's what reality is. When you go to college or you go to trade school or you go to attend a tech program, you have the interest at the core of why you're doing that. You enter into a career because, you know, fundamentally it's something that you're interested in and you want to be able to contribute. So it's basically taking what happens after, you know, post high school and brings it back to the K-12 space. Yeah, I mean, you know, ultimately K-12 is to prepare students to be ready for the world after they graduate from high school, regardless of pathway. Another example uh, is uh, with my older son, when he was applying for his first job, getting ready to graduate from the university, he had an interview with um, XL Energy. It's a statewide um, uh, energy company in Colorado. And there was a really bad snowstorm that day. And they were going to cancel the interview. And he had been waiting for this for a long time. And they said, well, you have the option of being interviewed virtually. Do you know how to get on a platform and be able to get on like a webinar type? And this was a couple of years ago. And he was able to do that seamlessly. They gave him the link. He knew how to, how to log on. He knew how to navigate this webinar space because he had so much experience from his online and blended classes. And, it, and he was more comfortable, very comfortable in his skin being interviewed that way. And he ended up getting the job. Uh, so it wasn't uh, anything that he was nervous about or scared of uh, because he had the tools through the experience in his K-12 classes. Given us a lot to think about and to imagine about, uh, Judy. So we know that course courses being offered in different platforms, meeting the needs of kids, having them take classes that they're interested in. We know that it's possible. What needs to happen to make it more probable for districts and schools? What what are the fundamental pieces that need to be thought about to bring this idea to fruition? Well, we're kind of in it right now with the pandemic, you know, kind of moving this, this, this idea forward uh, through a level of urgency we've never seen before, right? And so, Primarily, yeah, a couple of things. First of all, access access to technology and internet. That's an essential component. Of course, that's kind of like a baseline need. And then beyond that, it's it's teacher training. So I, I basically I feel like I'm um, doing what I what I imagine should be done. And uh, you know, the teacher training is huge. I believe that every student in the United States or in the world really should have access to a trained teacher. So there's there's teaching in a blended or online environment, which, you know, this is an example of doing live webinar where you, the student is looking at a camera and trying to listen to what's happening in a classroom, not ideal. The ideal is to train teachers to understand how to utilize and leverage technology in a way that there's a, a varied pathways of communication. So it's this webinar type of situation, but then there's also communication lines with threaded discussions and availability through office hours. So that not only are you uh, as a teacher able to communicate with students, but there's also this communication pathway that allows for relationship building on one-on-one -on -one basis. So that kind of training needs to be accessible to any teacher anywhere. And thus that gives the student the access to well-prepared trained teachers who can then work with them in these spaces. And you've got these students who emerge from this type of learning ready and prepared to compete with other students who 
probably had these other options in um, in larger districts or um, you know in other schools that may they may not have had otherwise. Does that make sense? It does. Yeah, it, it does. And what I love the most about what you've shared today is that you 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 do work in this space professionally, but you bring in the parent piece, and you're saying I've seen it work. I've seen it at a, just even a baseline. So I we know that it's possible. Let's make it more probable. So. Fantastic, inspiring, big idea, Judy. Thank you for being with us today. Thank you for listening to Future of School, the podcast. What's your one big idea to transform education? Connect with us on social media or on our website, www.futureof.school to share. And if you're one of our listeners enjoying the podcast on Apple, we hope you'll consider leaving a five-star review to help more people find the show. 